0: All right, cool, you're dismissed. <laughs> I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if I can say much more than that. Um, I'll, I encourage you, like she was saying, go watch uh, those videos on our websites. Uh, I got to talk to Sarah a little bit as they're planning this, uh, which if you've been around Hume for a while, you know that that's a very different opener than we've done uh, ever the, the the videos the the way that we did it this year um, was way different. Uh, if you were here last um, spring, you uh, two springs ago, you would have seen the like the cave and the mining scene and all that stuff. And so to go to this this year was such a um, a, a different thing for us. Um, but one of my roles here um, at Hume is summer counseling staff director, and so um, what our summer counseling staff does is they um, Pretty much go from camp to camp each week, and so when a church comes up or uh, a group of individuals comes up and they don't have a counselor um, from a church or or their church needs more counselors, Hume will provide those counselors to that group. And so my summer counseling staff, we had about thirty of them, uh, would be in different cabins each week with different age groups. Uh, and the conversations that that this theme, truth be told, um, brought up uh, was just incredible to hear what was happening week in and week out, um, was something that Hume had never really done before with kind of a scaled back, just a different, total different approach. It um, was really, really fun to see. Um, so I love that video. Uh, there's a bunch more. Five more? Six more? Wow. Wow. Um, Six and all, five more. There you go. Uh, they're all really good. They're all like that, kind of a spoken word type of a deal. Um and are really just good at getting students to visualize things, to think through things that um, maybe they thought they've known for a long time, or maybe they've never thought of before. And so um, I really enjoyed that series. Um, But who am I? Why am I on stage? I don't know. They got really low in the barrel, and they came to HR, uh, which nobody wants to do. Um, So I'm sorry, but you've been forced uh, into human resources today. Um, I am... uh, my official title is uh, Human Resources Recruiter um, slash Summer Counseling Staff Director. And so um, what that means, uh, I don't, you can tell me, I guess, later. Uh, we can discuss what that role looks like. And so um, a lot of my role um, is uh, recruiting summer staff. That's a big part. Obviously, we hire 425 to 430 summer staffers. Depending on the year, and so a big part of my life revolves around finding summer staff that's what we'll talk about here in a little bit um, but then uh, the other side of that also is is full time staff and so um, you know making sure that we, we are staff fully uh, in the full-time role and also taking care of staff as they arrive, making sure that they've got all the things that they need, walking them through kind of life here at Hume. Um, Because if you, um, for me, being a camp person, um, one of the things that I think people uh, don't realize is when you're a camp person, um, your your job is here, your house is here, your community is here, your church is here, um, your friends are here. And so walking somebody into that that's never maybe been at, camp or or, or just walking into a new place, um, there's a lot that kind of goes into that. And so uh, HR gets the opportunity to step into those roles and try and make sure those people are taken care of and and well-loved. And so um, that's a part of my role. Um, Right now, we're kind of in the busy season of of trying to find summer staff for 2023. We started the process October 1st, uh, getting applications out there for summer staff. And then I just spent like a month uh, on the road. And I'm about to spend another month um, on the road, uh, visiting places and talking to people and just trying to um, get the word out about Hume to people all over the place. We, uh, I just came back from Philadelphia, Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina, um, which was fun. Uh, but um, on the way back, I, I got to spend a lovely day um, at the Las Vegas airport because my flight got in late, so 10 hours at the Las Vegas airport on Saturday just walking around. I think my watch said I like, did like 12 miles that day. Um... Because I just can't sit; I don't sit well. So, um, so yeah, that's that's a big part of it. And then the other side, obviously, the summer counseling staff um, is is one of my favorite aspects of camp um, because the summer counseling staff have this unique thing where um, they get to be in camp a lot of the times, um, but they also kind of get to bounce around um, from like support services one week. If we don't have if we don't have a need for counselors, there's very rare time where we don't have a need for counselors. But um, there'll be a lot of times where it's like, oh, we have enough, and so you're. Going to be in sports services this week, or you're going to do concessions, or grounds, or food service or just kind of wherever's needed, the summer counseling staff got to jump in. Um, and most of them are coming uh, because they have a love for children uh, and they want to be in cabins. And so getting to kind of walk them through this reality of like, all right, this week, rather than teaching children the word, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna clean the children's toilets this week. And so uh, you get to kind of experience this like wide array of things. Um, and, and so as I recruit, one of the things that I hear the most of um, is when you're talking with students how many of is, anybody go to camp here? did you, any, anybody, okay, so a few of you did um, so rec leads if you, if you went to camp you saw a rec lead um, and you maybe didn't know they were called a rec lead but they're the person that like puts on the shirt in the chapel and they're like jumping up and down and screaming and getting you like all fired up to go play this game and then when you're outside on the field they're like yelling and screaming and running around and like making everybody have fun and they're like the coolest person at camp When I go recruits, everyone wants to be a rec lead, right? Uh, Nobody's like, hey, um, you know, Griff Harlan is an amazing person. We all love Griff. But nobody's like, I heard Griff was so amazing. Like, I want to sign up for SS this summer. That's not a conversation I have ever. It's not happened. It probably won't happen. And so as I'm walking through students um, that have been to camp, it's mainly the kids that have been to camp, they're like, man, when I was at camp, we had, and they would name, their rec lead right because they knew who they were they like that person is still like in their heads today um for us this this summer it was karsten salesler and morgan ingdahl they were incredible real i want to be karsten salesler and morgan ingdahl they're that kind of people and so People see them up on stage having a blast. And so when I'm talking to them, they're like, okay, what was that position called? How do I become a rec lead? That's what I want to be when I go to camp this summer. A rec lead, it looks like a blast. It looks so, I am a rec lead. I have heard that phrase 50 times while on the road. I am a rec lead. So just put me in that direction. And so for me as the recruiter, I now have to, here's what you also need to understand. I hire four. Rec leads, out of 425 summer staff. So when you come to me and you tell me you want to be a rec lead, there's a 4 out of 425 chance that that happens for you. So now I've got to help you see like, yeah, that position is really awesome, right? But there's other opportunities for you at camp, and it's probably not being a rec lead. My favorite quote now is like my, my joke that I give them is like, yeah. You have a better chance of becoming the quarterback for you know the Denver Broncos because you know they're doing bad right now, so there's a good chance. You you be, a, be an NFL quarterback like that is probably more likely for you to happen, or like become the president of the United States. Being a rec lead at Hume, you have probably just about the same odds, and so you're starting to walk them through. And there's so much to camp. That rec lead position is vital and needed. But there's so much to camp. Just like as we're here this week, um, doing this volunteer ministry, there's so many different aspects to being volunteers. I've talked to some of you that are sewing, and some of you are, are repairing different things, and cutting down trees, and, and raking leaves and needles. And there's all of that is vital, right? If we don't have all of those things in play. Then, then camp suffers, and so you start to walk them through uh, some different realities. And, and typically, I'm, I'm not pointing them to Scripture while I'm sitting at the table because I've got people at the booth that I'm trying to move them through, but I I, I try and help them understand, man, there's multiple play, parts to play at camp, uh, which leads me to 1 Corinthians 12. If you have your Bibles, you can open them up real quick. Uh, we'll, we'll bounce around a little bit, but 1 Corinthians 12, right? We probably have all heard it, verse 12. Paul writing to the church in Corinth, there's one body, but it has many parts. But all its many parts make up one body. It is the same with Christ. We're all baptized by one spirit, and so we were formed into one body. It didn't matter whether we were Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. We were all given the same spirit to drink. So the body is not made up of just one part, it has many parts. And then verse 15, he, he just kind of puts it into practical sense, and, and I, I enjoy this. It says, suppose the foot says, I'm not a hand, so I don't belong to the body. By saying this, it cannot stop being a part of the body. And suppose the ear says, I'm not an eye, so I don't belong to the body. By saying this, it cannot stop being a part of the body. I can't help but visualize my body, right? Like, um, the foot... Doesn't normally smell nice and it doesn't normally get the glory of like your eyes right or or your hair or whatever it may be And so like to think of your feet or your hands or whatever other smelly parts of your body that you have Communicating with the rest of your body being like man. I am not that so I'm done That would be insanity, right? Paul is trying to get them to see this is the reality for the church We can't look at the person on the stage, like the Sarah Danes I mentioned earlier. Sarah Danes is the cool person on camp. We can't all look at Sarah Danes and be like, man, I'm not Sarah Danes. I don't belong here. That that would be insanity. And so we start to walk these college students through this reality of, man, I hear (laughs) you. Nobody wants you to be a rec lead more than me. But understand I have four of those to give away. And we have a long line of people that want those. So let me show you where you can be useful in the body, where, where, where we at Hume could use you. And it's all vital. It's all necessary. Um, and it's those things that, again, we see the things that well, your hands, your hair, your face, they, they get the glory. They're the ones that are seen and they don't stink. Um, but the reality is, there's so much more to your body that is necessary for you to function. And so I, I get the fun job of walking students through this reality when I'm sitting down with them, right? And so my pitch generally, when they're coming to the table, I've got um, a, a couple like pull-ups that'll, that'll show the different things that what we have available. And so very intentionally, and Rob's going to show a video here in just a few minutes, very intentionally on like my list of jobs available at HUME. I just have for like ponderosa wagon train wreck leads lifeguards. I pretty much just have two words. It says activities and program. I don't want, because those are the smallest pieces of camp, right? And they're all important, but that's the one thing that everybody sees, everybody wants to do. But for all of our other positions, we've got, you know, support services and security guards, night security guards, audiovisual, videography, photography, uh, social media people, registration, general store clerks, baristas, pizza guys and pizza gals and, and milkshake makers and so many different things that... Don't get seen, or, or they do get seen, but it's not seen as, like, the whoa, there's that person, right? Nobody, I'm sorry, concessions people, if you're in here. Nobody's walking in there like, dude, that person really knows how to scoop some ice cream. Like, yep, that's it. That's my day. I'm day made. I am there. That's not happening. And so what we have tried to do intentionally with our summer staff recruiting this year, um, and really uh, hopefully for for the foreseeable future, is to to shine bright um, all roles, but really to put um, a, a good focus on, look, these things are necessary, and without these things, it can't happen, and so um, even, even the simple roles of, of, of making sure people are put into payroll and the, the things that I don't love to do in HR, uh, if those things don't happen, camp, camp stops, uh, and so helping them walk through that, and so uh, Rob's got a video for you guys that Marcom made, which again, incredible department, um, that I show um, when I go around the tables just to kind of help students understand <clears throat> the different roles that can be played at Hume, so check this out. Our, our goal is to show, like, there are so many parts to be played at Hume, right? There's, there's yes, there is program jobs that are incredible and fun, uh, and, and you, you get to be on stage and be crazy, but there are so many other vital jobs that just because they aren't a rec lead, right, just because they aren't Ponderosa or Wagon Train or Wildwood or, or, or those jobs that, that, that get pointed out or get viewed a lot or are highly visible, Just because they're not the highly visible jobs don't mean they're any less important. And and a lot of times when you say that, are you familiar with coach speak? Anybody ever heard like the term coach speak? Maybe if you've played sports, you've been a part of sports, maybe you've watched a terrible football movie or whatever. There's always the coach speak that's like... They might be bigger than us and better than us and stronger than us and have all these better things, but like, if we just have a little heart, we're going to win, right? It sounds like coach speak, right? You're like, no, that's, okay, yeah, heart's great, but like, those other things are far more important, um, it can start to become like coach speak, but we really want them to grasp this reality. And I think Griff does a really good job about um, describing this to his team. Our, our support services guy, I love that he talks about removing distractions, right? Uh, if SS isn't there, there are <laughs> a lot of distractions around camp. Um, the amount of, of, of campers waking up in the middle of the night and, and being sick and, you know, being sick campers and when you have sick campers, not fun things come out of their bodies. And so if SS isn't there to help navigate that, there are a number of distractions that, that you can't avoid. Um, if, if we don't have grounds taking care of, of, of the yards and of, of, mowing, of mowing where wreck takes place, then you're not having fun at wreck. You are, you're weeding through literal weeds and you're getting eaten alive because bugs are crazy out here. And so we need those places. If you don't have somebody in the dish pit scrubbing dishes and throwing them through the line, then we have dirty dishes. We don't have dishes to eat on. There's so many of these aspects that it's really easy to hear and be like, oh, yeah, 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 sure, those are vital. But no, no, I, we are trying to push this idea that we need every single person stepping in, doing their role, working alongside one another to accomplish the goal. And so with that in mind, that's, that's what we go out with. That's what, we, that's what we're talking with students with. Because the greatest need, Griff hires... Um, 40 uh, support services. Um, our other camps will hire like 20 total, and the other two. Um, so 60 support services, and then food services is going to hire like 120 people. Um, whereas, like a program like a Ponderosa is going to hire like 16. Um, and so we have this huge need where, where a lot of times it's Students look at that and they're like, that's not, that's not where I pictured myself this summer. And so we're trying to get them to understand this reality of, man, we need every single one of you in your places working together, um, or it just doesn't happen. Uh, and so that's what we did. That's what we kind of have gone out with. That's what we're striving to do. Um, and so as we did that this past fall and spring of 2022, One to 2022. It's all all a blur. Um, As we went out and did that, that was the idea. Um, And so uh, we kind of filter in through there. And so around January, February, March, around March, we're looking at our applicants and we're like, whoa, like this year is going to be interesting with the number of applicants that we had. I think in March, we were sitting around Oh, I, I want to say in March, we were sitting around like 280 applicants, which is like, whew, uh we're in trouble. <laughs> uh, what are we going to do? And so you're sitting there, and, and, and you're trying to figure out, like, what... How do we get students excited? What are we going to do? And, and if you're like me, um, you immediately go into, like, what can I do? Right? You start to spin off, like, I, I'm going to start sending flyers out, and we'll, we'll go to some churches. And, we'll, and all those things are good and vital and necessary. Um, but for me in March, and I think for most of our hiring directors, um, there, there was this, there's this strange pause that starts to take place. Um, and, and for me, uh, in March, Uh, It was Ephesians, or sorry, Philippians chapter, not Philippians, I'm in the wrong spot. It was Ephesians uh, chapter 3 that I really started to focus in on. Uh, I'll just read verse 14 to 20 to you, and then uh, I'll I'll kind of walk you through it. But um, in the middle of this letter that Paul writes to the church in Ephesus, he just stops and and has this really powerful prayer for this church in Ephesus. And he says this in verse 14, uh, chapter 3, For this reason I kneel before the Father, the love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And this is where I clinged to March 2022 was verse 20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And verse Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 just kind of became my prayer for the next like three months. Lord, you are capable of doing immeasurably more than all I can ask or imagine. And what I'm asking and imagining right now is that you would provide about a hundred more summer staff for me in the next two months. Was kind of my prayer. Like I don't know how it happens, Lord. Like I, I clearly am incapable, right? Hume, the name of Hume, like a lot of times we, we you hear it said like, well, Hume just brings in applicants. Which is true, but we're in a whole different time of life with hiring and jobs and workers and camp and all that good stuff. And so Hume hit a wall like a lot of other camps did. And so we start reaching out to other camps. What are you guys doing? They're like, what are you guys doing? And so you start to realize, man, this, this is a tricky spot that we find ourselves in. And so we start to pray this prayer like, Lord, you are able to do immeasurably more than all I can ask or imagine according to your power that's at work within me. <clears throat> may may this summer be to your glory in the church and in Christ throughout all generations, forever and ever. And so you just start to pray this. I don't, I don't know what to do. We're, we're, we're working, we're, we're seeking, we're trying to make this happen. And we just start to pray. Lord, I don't know what this looks like. My prayer, <clears throat> I was like, Lord, I need 420 applicants, or 420 staff, so give me 100 more. That was my prayer. You can, you're capable, you can do this. But ultimately, Father, if we don't get 100 more applicants to reach our 420, you are capable there. You don't need 420 applicants or, or, or summer staff to make camp happen this summer. That's not, That you don't need that. You are capable. And so what we saw was as as April and May rolled in, we started to, the Lord blessed. And we were trickling in more and more staff. And we started to see this start to kind of multiply and, and move forward. But we were still, we were at uh, probably, by the time May hit, we were you know up to like three hundred eighty three ninety uh, you know 30, 40 short of what we needed, which is a lot, um, especially when you 've got big departments that need a lot of help, and so panic starts to set in right like you 're like what what do we do um, i 've only been the human recruiter at that point in time that was my second season doing it you're like okay like should i start to look for other jobs right now lord like what's going to happen if we don't hit this mark and so um the lord just continues to bring um realities uh, of scripture to me and so philippians 4 uh most of you probably know it 4 4 says rejoice in the lord always again i'll say rejoice let your reasonableness be known to everyone Um, reasonableness in the face of being 50 short of of summer stuff is a really difficult thing but let your reasonableness be known to everyone the Lord is at hand and then he says this do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and so Really, this fall, or this spring, our prayer became, Lord, you're, you're capable of doing immeasurably more than all I can ask or imagine. I trust that. I believe that your word says it. Now, Father... I, I pray for your peace, right, I, I, I need summer staff, we need this to happen, we, we want this to happen for your glory, and it happens with summer staff, we know this, and so help, how is this going to work, help us to trust you in this process, and, and as camp started to kind of wind through, and like, we are like a few weeks away, we're, we're sitting at, you know, 400, 405, and we're like, okay, like, whew, like we're, we're, we're close to there, that's, that's about right, it's not quite the mar- the target. And so we, we push into camp and just continuing to pray, Lord, you're capable. You're 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 capable of doing a measuring more than all I ask or imagine. And, and week one comes and goes and, and camp happens and, and lives are changed and people are impacted. And and week two rolls around and and this weird like summer sickness just like obliterates Hume's staff. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was insanity. If Cobb, Cob, uh, checked out, but he he had like half of his activities team was out. Cobb does our high adventure stuff. He loses like half of his high adventure guides. I lose like ten of my summer counseling staff, and I was already short like ten of my summer counseling staff. And we're just like, what? How? How does this happen? So you're starting to sit down. Like, do we? Do we? Do we cancel? We. Two? Do we cancel? What do we need to do here? And again, the prayer just becomes, Lord, you're capable of doing a more than all I can ask or imagine, and, and, and we, we're giving this to you. Give us peace in this, and so we continue to push forward, and week two comes and goes, and it happens, and it goes well, and the Lord is working and moving, and we see this week three and week four, and, and As a human being, you're kind of just like waiting for like the ball to drop and it all just like explode. But the Lord blesses week five and six and seven. And I don't know if you recall 2021, but week seven, we had to stop. Camp ended week seven because sickness and COVID and all the things. It was like we just couldn't We didn't have enough staff, and, and we were losing campers. Campers weren't able to come. And so you hit week seven, and you're like, all right, we've been kind of battling low staff numbers and, and sickness again. Lord, what, are we going to continue? And week eight, nine, and, and ten happen, and, and the Lord blesses with a full summer. And not only just a full summer, not a summer that I think if you asked any of our hiring managers, not a summer that we survived, right? Because I think you would expect like, oh, you just, you made it through. No, no, not a summer that we survived, but a summer where the Lord did immeasurably more than all we could ask, think, or imagine. And it was such an incredible summer to be a part of it because you're entering into it realizing, oh no, like everybody that knows our people here know how to run camp really well. And they're all telling me like, we need 420 people for camp to run really well. And yet we didn't have that. And somehow we're... At the end of summer, with lives being changed, summer staff being impacted, and and God being glorified without the things that humanly we were like, this is what we need. And, And not only humanly, but like intelligently we would look at and say, we need this. Now, I'll tell you this. I don't want to go into summer 2023 with 400 summer staff. I want to go into summer 2023 with the right number. But in the midst of that... We got to see the Lord do something that that we were incapable of completing, and I'm thankful for that reality because there's so many times where um, we get caught up in the illusion that we've got this right. Like we get caught up in the in the lie that like man like yeah like you, you just got to pull it all together and, and work your hardest and make this all work and then you can accomplish something great. But this summer. Going in short-staffed with tons of sickness, I can promise you that it was the Lord doing something immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine to get through 10 weeks of camp. Uh, And I think if you ask, Kevin Hibbs would be a great person to talk to about this because he went in well understaffed, and I think he would even tell you, like, man, the Lord did things that that we would not have ever guessed um, with the number of staff that we had, and so... um, As the the HR recruiter slash summer counseling staff guy, we want and we're working really hard to make sure that we're not understaffed, but the beautiful thing about coming into something with less than you believe that you need, and and probably wisdom would tell you you need more than, you get to see the Lord do things that that maybe if you had 420 people, you're not thinking like, wow, we got through camp. You would think, oh, we... This, we got the people that we need. Of course we got through camp. But when you're short, when you know, like, man, like, this was, this was something that we couldn't have accomplished on our own, you get this really cool blessing to look back and say, wow, like, look what the Lord did in the midst of a not fun situation. Um, and, and so for me, that was the blessing of 2022 two. Um, hopefully not the blessing of 2023. Hopefully the Lord blesses me with, you know, 450 summer stuff this summer. Um, that's what, that's my prayer right now is that the Lord blesses me with more than I need, but I was very thankful at the end of the summer that the Lord gave me exactly what I needed, even though in my own worldly mind and my own human thoughts, like I needed more. Um, and so I'm thankful for that reality. Um, I'm thankful for you guys being here again. Um, without without every single piece of of Hume working together, uh, it just doesn't happen. And so we're very incredibly thankful that that you guys are here this week, helping us out. Uh, as I'm heading to the HR offices, which are over there, I'm seeing like literally mountains of needles uh, that are like everywhere. And so uh, congratulations, whoever raked those needles. That's amazing. Um, it uh, I'm sure it was a I'm sure it was just the Lord blessing you with mounds and of needles. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pray, and then uh, I'll, give, I'll give it over to Morgan, and she'll, she'll boss you around some more, and then you guys can go to sleep, or it's only 7.30, so you guys can, you know, go play. Uh, dear Father, we're thankful uh, for that reality, that, that you are capable of doing immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Uh, we, we do pray uh, for human in this coming season, Father, that you would bless us with the summer staff that we need, Father, but we know that in the midst of uncertain times and in the midst of just craziness, Father, that you are still good. And ultimately, Father, you will be glorified, Uh, whether that's 420 summer staff or whether that's a new job or whatever it may be, Father, uh, you will be glorified um, on earth um, as it is in heaven, Father. And so we're thankful for that reality, Father. May we be good stewards of what you give us, um, and may we um, just rejoice uh, in all things, Father. We love you. It's in your prayer. Amen.